Today's episode of the Elseworlds Exchange is brought to you by The Sorcerers of Caramine, the debut novel by Scottish author Luke Brady. Now look, I know we all love comics, but occasionally it's good to pick up a full prose novel every now and again, and this one's a doozy with a lot in it for comic book fans, especially if you like magic titles. It's got witches, pirates, and plenty of action. Think Harry Potter meets Pirates of the Caribbean. Basically, it's about a young guy named Perrin who discovers he has magical powers in a world that is tightly controlled by the people in charge. They decide to get rid of him, but he's rescued at the last minute by a pirate ship full of really colorful and entertaining senior citizens who whisk him away and teach him how to use his magic, and then they go on the run together. It's great fun and a really exciting read. You can pick it up from your local Amazon store by going to tinyurl.com slash lukebrady. That's L-U-K-E. B-R-A-D-Y. It's available on paperback, Kindle, or if you prefer an audiobook, it's on both Audible and iTunes. Even better, if you've got Kindle Unlimited, or if it's your first title when you sign up for Audible, you can get it for free. It's a great debut novel, and I think it's going to be the start of a really cool series, so give it a look. The Sorcerers of Caramine by Luke Brady, available at tinyurl.com slash lukebrady. That's L-U-K-E-B-R-A-D-Y. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate. Enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police. But a law. Hey everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. This is a very special one uh, for a number of reasons, the first of which is, you'll notice it's not live, and that's because uh, in order to finagle schedules, we have to make it a recording. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. It's about Ghostbusters. It's a long time coming. been trying to do this show forever, and I was like, there's no way I can do this show without these two special guests that I have today. Uh, today we have uh, Dapper Dan Schoening and Eric Burnham. Uh, these two incredible creators have been working on the IDW Ghostbusters series since its inception. I think I'm correct in that assumption. I know that there was that What in the Sam Haim Just Happened book, but we're not going to talk about that one. We're just going to talk about the, the, the ongoing slash many, many, many series that have encompassed the world of Ghostbusters and deepened it and expanded it beyond even, I'm sure, Dan Aykroyd's imagination. Uh, so, yeah, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Of course. It's a, a privilege to be on the show, and yeah, we've uh, I think we've been, it's been at least seven years, right, Eric? Um, yeah, yeah, no, we started in, yeah, it's been seven years, it's been pushing eight. Yeah. Eight pushing come March. Eight. Eight is enough. My my immediate reaction was, I think it was ten, but I know you're right, it's eight, but we're getting there, and I feel like there's no signs of it slowing down at all. I remember when they announced they were, like, ending the ongoing series, I was like, well, I guess that's it. And then, like, three more miniseries happened out of that. So I feel like it's, you know, it's just going to keep going. I I hope so. It would (laughs) would help at the rent. (laughs) Truly, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, they, I think IDW had been doing the Ghostbusters comics before we started doing it, and I think that was for two years beforehand, wasn't it? Like the um, yeah, yeah, two or other two side or, and stuff was, like that. Yeah, they did oh, yeah. Uh, two miniseries, and then the four one shots, and then Infestation, and then us. Yeah, Infestation. That's right. And that was when you started on it, right, Eric? The that's Infestation. That's it. Yep, that was when I started. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and, and we're the pretty. To say about the eighty-eight miles per hour studios book, the better, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not actually too familiar with it. I, I like the art in it, but uh, um, I haven't it read it. It's kind of cool. But if you've never heard yeah. of it, ladies and gentlemen, there was a little-known studio that somehow finagled the property of li- uh, the license for Ghostbusters, did like a four, I think four, maybe it was more, issue miniseries, um, and then like just disappeared. Like the whole book just disappeared. You can't find the, 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 the singles. I think they promised there was going to be a trade. That never happened. 
mm-hmm. crazy, and the and the designs were insane. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, your familiarity with the property, and more importantly, like when you first discovered it, and when you went like when you went from oh I'm watching a movie to like oh my god this is my this is my calling kind of I mean not to put you in a box where you're like this is, I'm all Ghostbusters, but it's like I know that the two of you have a real have a real like penchant for the for the property as do I, um, mm-hmm. even if my show wasn't called Ghostbusters Weekly or anything like that. So. <laughs> Can always change it. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this show goes. You know, if it, if, if this blows up, hell, I'll I'll do Ghostbusters on Tuesdays. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd be down for that. Did you want to go first, Eric? Uh, no, no, by all means. You want me to go? Oh, okay. Go for um, it. Well, the, my first experience, I saw the movie in the theater when it came out in 1984. Wow. So I'm kind of giving away my age a bit. I was eight years old when I saw it, and uh, we arrived late. My mom took me to go see it. And uh, we arrived just at the, the moment when the librarian turns into the, the uh, monster version. And uh, it totally scared the crap out of me. Being eight years old, it was a bit uh, questionable. But, uh, you know, I fell in love with the film after that. A lot of the jokes I didn't get until I was older. Because uh, a lot of the material, especially Bill Murray's lines, are more adult-orientated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's great because you can watch it at different ages and get different things out of the film. And uh, after the movie, uh, obviously the cartoon was a huge influence uh, in kind of grounding that love for the property and the characters. And uh, ever since then, it's just been kind of a, a labor of love and very humble to be uh, continuing the, the mythos with uh, Eric and Luis and, and Tom at IDW. So, yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I'll go next. Uh, when I, I think I saw it on tape because uh, I was not old enough to see it in the theaters. Um, and, uh, but I You're do, a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, very much so, comparatively. I mean, just, uh, but, yeah. like, man, like, I remember, I know I must have seen the movie because I had a lot of, like, movie-related merchandise as a kid before the cartoon, or maybe around the same, co- like, I remember the movie more than I remember the cartoon, if I go back far enough. But, uh, mm-hmm. so the cartoon was very formative, though, for me, because of its connection to the action figures for me it was like it was more about being a ghostbuster than it was watching the ghostbusters for me it was like get the toys and then just completely let your imagination go insane um and then ghostbusters 2 came out and i remember seeing that in the theater and being like wow uh and not knowing you know that it was derivative and the (laughs) the exact same thing as the first movie and you know i I remember as a kid being like slime really we're doing slime and i'm like really like at at that age i'm like i'm I'm still i'm criticizing the movie but this is the same kid who (laughs) i remember seeing ninja turtles 3 this the turtles in time in the theater and being like oh they can make bad movies like that was the movie that made me realize like you can make like you can spend millions of dollars and have like hundreds of people work on it and it can be bad and I, I didn't yeah. know that was. Bad. I thought like I thought there was some kind of oversight where like if they were halfway through making it, if it was really bad, they go, "Oh, we have to stop. We don't make. We're not going to spend all this money on a bad thing." Um, oh, how how naive I was. Um, yeah, they they pushed through with that Ninja Turtles one, didn't they? <laughs> they really did. That was like, uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's like the definition of insanity. Let's let's keep going. Let's make it more like the let's let's make a show that's more like that and get the female mm-hmm. turtle in there and everything. But anyway, that's another show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was the cartoon, the toys, the sequel, and then rediscovering the first movie and just kind of like just the look really like captivated me. Like everything about like how it looked and felt 
like just the designs of everything and the ghosts and the and then of course the humor and just the the fact that it was like a well orchestrated comedy that has this incredible fantastical element to it all that just enraptured me and I'm like I'm I'm stuck like you know I, I couldn't extricate myself from that fram- franchise again to the mm-hmm. point where like I I've been ha- I've been hashing out a Ghostbusters suit for the past three years. Where I'm like, okay, I got the flight suit, and then I work on the proton pack, and then I get the accelerator, and then I gotta get to get these boots, and I gotta get this, you know, like my name tag, and it's been like cultivating for three years, and so I'm like, once it's perfect, I'll never get another Halloween costume again. I have it, and it's gonna be it'll, it'll be the definitive one that the go-to. It's the one that right? I've been like trying to replicate. Like, I remember as a kid getting like the the plastic pack and having the the flight suit that they issued for kids that had the lo- the logo from the second movie. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is it. And then, like, of course, I outgrew it. And I'm like, they're not make. And then, you know, time had passed, and the public's perception of Ghostbusters was like, it's old and it's done. So it's like, for in my mind, you're never gonna get it again. So mm-hmm. I had to go back and like make it myself. And it's only recently, yeah. oddly enough, that like, you know, Spirit Halloween is making those crazy like accurate, you know, accoutrements that go with it. With it. They're making the uh, the trap and the the goggles and stuff. Um, yeah, which is kind of which is kind of awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But Eric, what was your first introduction to Ghostbusters? Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, I know it was on tape. Uh, I was over uh, at uh, a, a relative's house and just as the tape was ending the first time. I said, oh, what's this? And so like, oh, we'll, we'll throw that on and, and then the kids will be quiet and watch the movie. And nice. So yeah, no, I, I just got sucked <laughs> in and, and enjoyed it. And um, of course, later with the cartoon, I do remember being told uh, in, in elementary school uh that uh, I, I should not be so interested in this stuff. It would never go anywhere. Uh, you know, you can't make money with this. <laughs> yeah. And I also remember uh, getting sent down to the principal for for some of the phrases that popped back into my head when I was out on the playground. But um, <laughs> Mother pus bucket. That's the one. <laughs> wow, really? And, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, it just, uh, it, the, the, uh, the humor as a response to terror always just kind of resonated with me, and uh, that just kind of stuck. I, I just, you know, it uh, it hit the right spot at the right time, and I was interested from then. Nice. Mm. Um, when you guys became the team, pretty much for, for me, at least, the definitive team for the, for the comic book iteration of Ghostbusters, um, when you were first approached, Eric, I know you were approached first, Dan, you came later. Um, mm-hmm. Eric, when you were first approached, and then we'll move on to Dan, um, were you like, I hope I get to do this for eight years? Or were you like, oh, that's a job, I'll do this? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't have a time. I really like doing this job. It's something that's uh, easy for me to do. Uh, I mean, comparatively with all the other things that I could be writing, to say nothing of actual work. But, I mean, it's something that, that comes naturally to me to write in these voices and in this way so i am on it until they tell me i can't do it anymore because they're not going to pay me mm-hmm. so i mean uh-huh. i'm it's it's something that i enjoy doing and you know you might as well enjoy your job so you know i'm, I'm here till until i can't be <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and and dan you uh i, I mean I, I don't know the answer to this but please share it with us oh yeah well i first the i did the sam hayne one uh and Peter David wrote that. Yeah, that one. That one came. That was the very first one I did. And uh, yeah, when they when Tom offered me to do the ongoing, I was a bit apprehensive at first because I was concerned that I wouldn't really meet expectations. So, but uh, I decided just to kind of go in with it. And I, I loved Ghostbusters, and I in, really enjoyed the Infestation comic. 
I was trying to, I was hoping that uh, people would enjoy my art as much as Kyle's because he did such a great job on those two issues. And uh, yeah, no, it was a bit uh, daunting at first, overwhelming, just because it's something I love a lot too. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I, I took it on and I surely was not expecting it to last this long. It's kind of uh, being contract and freelance. You kind of just take jobs and expect them to last a, a short period of time. So I think it's a real blessing to be able to continue doing this for as long as we have. Yeah. It's been um, a great ride. Your, your experience with Ghostbusters, I'm, I'm, very familiar with uh, Mr. Shoning's work because, uh, of course, we've worked together in the past on Flights of Fancy of mine, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was a huge fan yeah. of your work before uh, you had ever had a Ghostbusters project when you were doing Ghostbusters, I guess it's called fan art. I don't want to necessarily <laughs> yeah. downplay yeah, that. Yeah, fan art. But that and cartoony your... are dirty words in comic books, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> but like your depictions of the characters are not too far from what your original designs were when you were doing your own just like labors of love about the characters did IDW mm-hmm. say to you like just do what you've been doing or they're like hey eh, you could probably tweak Venkman a little bit uh no they just uh, at from the beginning they're just like draw whichever way you like <laughs> so we're I was kind of continuing that design because it was something that people were already familiar with so I thought it was easier for them to jump into and it just felt more comfortable and uh as the comics have kind of progressed through the years kind of been pushing designs and I, I think they've refined quite a lot I, I usually compare it to like the first season of the simpsons compared to what you'd see now yeah uh it's like kind of an evolution of of design throughout the years so uh i think they're they're getting along and it would be interesting to see me draw them in different styles and it's been nice with uh the current thing i'm drawing now it's giving me an opportunity to kind of dabble in a a heavier inks and just a different design uh aesthetic so but uh, yeah, I think that answers it, doesn't oh, it? <laughs> do, do you do you think that uh, when you were first working on the book together, when you were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do Ghostbusters, was it kind of like we're gonna tell? Did you expect it to get as expansive as it got? I mean, just looking at the the cast list from Mass Hysteria going on to something that you're working on now, where it's like with with the crossing over and deepening the 2016 Ghostbusters franchise as well like did you expect to go like oh it turns out like we could have like 20 different Ghostbusters teams based on the characters that we've either expounded upon or created ourselves uh, did you see that coming did you have was that part of like your master plan or were you just kind of like no it's devolved from doing Ghostbusters and and wanting to see more stuff mm-hmm. I just draw whatever I, I Eric tells see- me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it coming but I mean it's the the fun of these characters is that the voices are are pretty clear. Folks know when what they sound like, not just from the Ghostbusters movie, but I mean, you know, throw a throw a stick at you know '80s comedy or Saturday Night Live. These characters, their voices, the actors' voices are pretty clear in most people's heads, yeah. just from pop culture. So the fun of all this other stuff is just seeing how they react to not just other things, but other people doing things in different ways, and you know. There's it's 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 an easy thing to get a few pages by by having you know having them react to somebody somebody new. So I mean it 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 just kind of snowballed. Right. But um but yeah it I mean it wasn't it wasn't a grand plan. I mean other than you know we figured we might as well because we can in the comics move a little bit closer to uh, the original 
the original notion from the treatment. Oh, Not yeah. quite time travel and you know everything but uh but a little bit of multi-dimensions and a little bit of you know more franchises and a little bit of that which you know there's there's no reason why it just has to be four guys in new york working new york the end right um Mm -hmm. especially you know i mean because you can go anywhere if dan has the time to draw it it can be done (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right i wanted to add to it's it's been a very organic experience for me at least like it's just been the the way that eric's crafting these great stories it's just kind of flowed and like what you had mentioned eric about how the characters play off of each other i think that is uh, an amazing uh, thing that you can mix Kate McKinnon's character with Bill Murray's character and they just work so well together. Yeah. It's really fascinating. So there's so there's tons of material left and we'll see where it goes, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, some of it is just a matter of, you know, it makes sense to put the pieces here. Fans were asking for the rookie from the video game. We want to see the rookie. We want a little bit of that. What happened to him? Okay, fine. Well, let's do something with him. So we we threw him in and said, okay, he's working out in Chicago. There it is. Well, now he's working there by himself. What's going on there? Well, we found ways to to (laughs) put people out there that are working with him. And now there's another franchise of of different characters working in a different way and we've got that and then you know meets an fbi agent and she finds this stuff interesting happens to be in new york gets drawn into a thing and now there's you know there's more uh there's more of that there's there's more people ghost busting there's more people looking into stuff i mean it just it, it laddered up naturally and and you know i mean the fan reaction has been pretty positive to all the new stuff in fact that's one of our problems is we want to see more of this, but we only have 20 pages and there needs to be some plot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you it can't know? just be uh, checking boxes. It has to be like part of the story. It's, it's, and that, that yeah. was also the, that was also the hard time we had with, uh, that, uh, we had working on the, the Ninja Turtles crossover. It would have been fun just to have a hundred pages of them talking with each other, but right. there has to be action. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the thing that always comes up. There's the, the characterization is fun and people like it, but it, it eats up space and there's, there's gotta be a story too. And, yeah. you know, so, I mean, you know, the, the balance of that has been, has been the trickiest thing because everybody wants more of both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume that's where the Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles crossover two came from. It's just having a, just an overwhelming amount of ideas and things you want to see. Uh, that was part of it, and, and then the rest of it was just, I mean... One sales. It took us two years. It, yeah, it was. It was sales. It took us two years to get them to agree to the first one. Hmm. Uh, it was something that, that Tom Waltz and I were talking about, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, my first Comic-Con. I, I, we, were, we were chatting and uh, saying, you know, this would be a lot of fun to do. Both of the books were, you know, in single digits at that point. Yeah. We were... Uh, no, not single digits. We just finished our first year. Okay. Um. So I mean, Haunted America was coming out with uh, with Ghostbusters, and uh, you know he was he was he was uh, still in the 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 first uh, made uh, meta arc for for Turtles. We just said it'd be funny to cross it over, and it took two years to get everybody to agree to do it. By which point, we had to figure out a way to make it be un- in continuity because we insisted that that would be the most fun thing to do, sure. also the most complicated. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, no, it was it was all. They didn't believe it could be done. They didn't believe it would be interesting, that people would buy it, that it would work, that the franchises would mesh. They all did. And then they're like, okay. And and uh, Nickelodeon and IDW were like, maybe we need a sequel. They were right. Um, yeah. At which point, you know, we, 
we did. We got the sequel. We, we really want to do one more. I don't know if it'll it'll happen anytime soon, but we'd like to do one more just to get the Ghostbusters over into the Turtles oh, world. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll <laughs> ever happen, but if it does, that would be you know that would be the plan we well, we we'd shoot for. So if it doesn't, we'll have to do another episode where we just talk about what what would have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if the what if? <laughs> oh man. Um, we just have to keep praying to uh, Evo Shandor or Gozer. Right, Maybe it'll happen. Yeah. Evo and uh, Evo, Vigo and Bobby. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the demigods. I had a question regarding likenesses and the whole like the look of the series and your visual interpretations and and influences, because mm-hmm. from the real Ghostbusters we know you know basically from like folk tales that Bill Murray had a real problem with the voice from Lorenzo Music, and they switched it over to Dave Coulier, and they were... Mm-hmm. Egon looks nothing like Egon, you know, that, like, nobody looks like each other, and it was because of likeness rights, or at least that was the that was the rumor. Is that an mm-hmm. issue in the comic too much? Because I've noticed that they are certainly more accurately portraying the characters, that, or the actors that they portray, um, particularly when you see somebody like when Lewis Tully finally shows up in, this, in the series, or, you know, and, and, and other characters that are clearly based off of um, the actors that play them in their, you know, original incarnations, but like, is that ever a concern? Do you get pushback about that, or is it like, oh no, it's a comic? They say it's cool. Yeah. The, oh no, there's pushback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some, <laughs> like, it depends on what it was. Like, for example, with the main four guys, never had an issue with that, as really? far as I can remember. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, but um, I kind of aim more for caricaturing their personalities more yeah. than the look since we're not allowed to do that. But, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a challenge getting the uh, answer to the call uh, female Ghostbusters look down. That took maybe about 10 different takes to get that down to where, where it is now. It um, was at least. And I'm gonna, yeah. I want to throw something in here real quick. And this is, this is oh, something yeah. that I've noticed over the years. Dan started off, and he's very good at charactering, and he's very good at drawing the characters that look like the characters as opposed to the actors. Right. But he's also so dang good at likenesses. And sometimes it just gets away from him. His style has changed over the years where he has gone from less cartoony in just the art that he does for fun, less cartoony to a little bit more realistic. And now he still draws the, the, uh, the characters that he designed seven years ago. They're still on model, but if he's designing something new, he kind of leans into the, the way he draws now, which, you know, that makes sense. That's how, that's how people, they, they grow, they learn, they, you know, they go with that. Um, and and that's that's the only time where it's ever been. Oh no, this looks this looks too much like that person. There need put a mustache on him, change the yeah, color, anything for the love Glasses. of God. That's, that's the only notes that we've that that I've heard of that I've been made aware of. Where Tom's like, oh man, Dan did it again. He got too <laughs> Dan, close. Dan's in trouble. Dan's in trouble. No, so I mean, and that's why you know you might you know, there might be a, a mustache, but I mean it's just it's just a matter of Dan being too good for, for his own good it kind of gets no, away no, from just, me though he, he, you just start drawing and it just creepy yeah do, do uh, getting do in you, trouble oh sorry good oh go ahead no I was worries. Gonna say, do you ever um is not not the uh the pushback but more have you gotten any endorsements anybody who's like dude keep doing what you're doing you nailed me i look great uh I, dan have you hmm uh 
Well, I don't want to say specifically who I caricatured, but <laughs> um, I, you know, like there, there's been a few people that have been quite uh, happy about uh, seeing a homage to them in the comic, and uh, especially I think I, I can I can touch on the fans, mm-hmm. and I in the past we have added uh, fans into the comic just to, as a thank you, and you know that was done as. Um, without them even asking for it it was just more of saying oh you know i've me personally i've noticed you've done all this amazing charity work or been really helping the community out and uh, it's just a little thank you from me and or from uh eric or Luis, who has ever requested it but um yeah no i i, I can't say exactly who but uh they they have enjoyed it yes <laughs> um with respect to the uh, the progression of the series, um, are you just kind of like enjoying the ride, or do you have in your mind an end game? Hmm. No, no end game. I mean, I'll, you know, it's it uh, it will go until it stops. I mean, they're never going to stop with the franchise, right? Uh, in general, I mean, the IDW comics will stop at some point in time, and you know, I mean, who knows if someone will or will not pick up the license again in the near future at that point um but uh you know and and if they do likely they'll they'll just start over from scratch and say okay well we're we're going from the movies on or from wherever ghostbusters say you know happened and you you draw from that Mm -hmm. that might include our stuff it might not but um no there's there's no end game because the end game would be would be okay they they've these characters have retired and uh right. there's there's uh there's no more ghosts so these other characters aren't necessary and uh you know you you close the doors on the whole on the whole franchise the whole uh the whole uh, playground and i mean that's just not going to happen so i haven't even thought of it that way <laughs> um, do you apropos the the likenesses and everything just one more question about that but this is kind of oddly put like I've noticed when you put some ghost, like when it comes to the ghost designs and the ghosts appear in the book, there have been a mm-hmm. lot of cameos from ghosts that may have may, may have uh, appeared in action figure form. Mm-hmm. Any Kenner yeah. issues, or is that like fair game? Um, we've never had. <clears throat> I've never. I don't know about you, Eric, but no one's ever mentioned to me not to draw them like that. And it's. I'm pretty sure Sony owns all the rights to all, all those they, yeah. designs as well. They 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 do if they if they own all the rights to that stuff uh, I believe, and uh, if if they had any issue with it, you know they they'd tell Tom and Tom would tell Dan and he'd have to change it. Right. right. Yeah. But it's never been Lots like oh you can't put fearsome flush in there or like you can't have nope. eyeball eyeball popping ghost in there. I've seen at least yeah. those guys in there. But, but like oh yeah, it's it's yeah. great to see. By the way, if you are not familiar with this with the series or if you're not picking it up. Just notwithstanding the great story and the ongoing expansive continuity that has been going on for eight years, just cherry picking Easter eggs in this series is a hoot in and of itself because Dan definitely works in all kinds of different winks, nods, uh, and 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 all kinds of different like Easter eggs and jokes and stuff like that. Like you can find, I've seen many a different character in that series that either. You know, you wouldn't expect to see appear in that series, or or a ghost that I had as a plastic figure when I was a kid. It's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it's it's fun to add in the the ghosts that were in toy form. It, I can imagine, so. like, what what is the what is the um, 
when it comes to the nature of your collaboration, uh, Eric, when you're writing, do you say like a scary ghost jumps out of the wall or do you have like intimate description about what kind? I mean, like sometimes the job obviously is like an old lady died in the house. It has to be an old lady ghost, but sometimes mm-hmm. it can just be like, like a spectral like thing that's just flying around the city. Do you say like, Dan, knock yourself out, pick another one of your action figures or do you just go? No, like, you know, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, I, I put in, uh, you know, no description at all. Sometimes I put in a ton of description and, no matter which way I go, Dan says, I feel like drawing this toy. <laughs> and that's what's going to be on the page. <laughs> most of the time, yeah. yeah most of the time. And, you know, I mean, I can't fault him for it. You know what I mean? If I if I want something super hyper-specific, I'm going to have to, you know, draw it myself and give him reference and then beg. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be the toy. But, uh, and you know, I mean, and the fans love it. So, you know, I mean, you can't, you know, fair play. That's yeah. that's what it is. It's, you know, so, I mean, it's it all it all works out. Yeah. I have to say though, I think some of my favorite ghosts that we've or that I've drawn in the comic have has been created by Eric. So like uh, Ellen Gold, the nanny, oh, and oh gosh, uh, yeah. uh, I, I, the I Manitou just got my as butt well. By Ellen Gold in the in the new video game. She <laughs> yeah on the Ghostbusters world, the new game yeah. that just came yes. out. She's in that. Yeah, yeah. So, Did you guys? What was your role in that? In that, uh, the app, there's a new app that just came out. Uh, it's mm. Ghostbusters World's basically. Po- no, can I say it's basically just Pokemon Go but with Ghostbusters? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit more. There's story mode, which there's is what mode. I wrote. Yeah, yeah, really. that's true. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I I hopped in and, and worked on the story mode, and uh, you know I did a little bit of other you know writing as as needed in there. Um, so you know I mean Tobin Spirit Guide stuff, and, right. but uh, but yeah no. So I mean if you're reading the dialogue, I, I did all the dialogue. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. The I mean the, the I, I noticed a couple of things where they, they I must have written too much because I'm like oh that seems edited. I don't. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah no that's that's what I did uh, on this and uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, to do was my first experience working at all in games so it was uh i i learned that that uh, video game scripting is done in uh in spreadsheets in excel wow which i almost never use at all so (laughs) there there are notes over onto the right side that need to be there for the development team and then you know there's the dialogue in one field and i accidentally knocked things off so everything was uh, uh, skewed Mm -hmm. and i was trying to figure out how to fix it and i was freaking out and i was like sending out emails on a holiday weekend before realizing it was a holiday weekend and like oh oh god oh no this is going to be terrible they're going to be so (laughs) mad at me nothing makes sense it's all here it is i fixed it um you know and and that's that was you know kind of how it rolled over the course of a couple hours late on a saturday during holiday weekend or a friday i should say (laughs) and uh and but I mean it was it was fun. The the only the only small regret I have Tim Laddie who who's done a bunch of stuff for us in the comics did uh, did the illustrations in there. The only regret I had was Dan was too busy to do it himself. Yeah. Way too busy. I mean he was he was you know doing yeah. the comics at the time and you know that's where we want him for sure. Right. But that was that was the only the only only small thing because it would have been fun to see Dan's art floating around in this game as well. Right. Yeah. But um, it was. It was fun to write. It was fun to work on. It was it was a neat new experience, and they used so many of the characters that we created. I think there's like nine or ten in there, which is really? more than I expected. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I mean, Ellen that. Gold is in there. Adolness is in there. Oh and nice. Our first villain from the first arc, and um, yeah. That's you know, an ac- just, is that an acronym or something for Louise? It is Dan? an acronym. It is. Yeah. I couldn't think. Or not of an acronym. Name. It's like a. An amalgamation Anagram. of our names. Anagram. An Anagram of Dan and Luis, because I couldn't think of a name, so I just took their, <laughs> uh, I took their names and, and jumbled them up, and I, I, I also threw, I also threw the, uh, threw the, uh, 
uh, them another that I also use their names again when naming uh, two of the Ghost Smashers. So, mm-hmm. uh, Danny right. and Lou, yes. So <laughs> I, I, I uh, most of the time when I can't think of a name, I just look around and see whatever grabs my eye. And in that case, the last thing I'd seen both cases was an email from those two. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't put, uh, you know, some, when it comes to naming characters, I sometimes don't put too much thought into it. <laughs> Sometimes I put too much thought into it. Don't get me yeah. wrong; it evens out. Yeah, yeah it all balances out, right? Yeah, can you believe, so. like, working on, like, going from the comics? First of all, making an adaptation of like this incredible franchise, and then getting to be like, "Hey, you want to do the video game too?" Like, oh my god, yeah. I mean, and oh. yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, I mean, it's mm-hmm. weird. Weird things have. I'm, I'm sure you know. Weird, you know, out of the blue offers have come to Dan as well. But it was just like I got an email. Hey, you want to write Tobin's Spirit Guide? Oh, right. yes, I do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the video game, or you know, other other things like that. Uh, we, we, uh, Dan and I, I contributed less than Dan, but Dan worked on the uh, the Cryptozoic board game. A couple of years, both of those, he yep. did the art for. Mm-hmm. Uh, to design the little board pieces, you know, I. I you know, did the whopping thing. I wrote like a 2000 word short story to go in the uh, instruction manual. Ooh, you know, but I mean, still it was fun to have, you know, just a little bit of uh, involvement and, and, you know, be, be invited. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's cool to, to be seen as connected to the franchise, to have other people reach out out of the blue. And, you know, I mean, there are folks, the one thing that we haven't done yet that people have, that fans have asked for is, uh, for, for action figures based on Dan's designs. And I know I'd love to see it. Oh, I know Dan wants to see it. Even not, you know what, screw it. Even if it's not action figures, if it's a little PVC figure, you know, that's in a pose, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun to see for sure. And, uh, I know we're still waiting on those, uh, those diamond distribution, um, the real Ghostbusters action figures that are coming out sometime. Oh yeah. One day. Yeah. I got a look at those at, at San Diego this last year. I did a double take cause I didn't know they were coming out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I saw the preview, like some, like one of my news articles came up and it was like, I just saw them. I'm like, Oh my God, that's awesome. I didn't even know those were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think that that's, if it's not inevitable, it should be the, the, the Dan version of the, of, of the universe because like you've done it all. Let's, let's get into this especially because of like it's not not for nothing but like this is kind of the visual look this is the look of ghostbusters for the for almost a decade now like i mean it, yeah, a little bit longer right? and and dan will have had the uh as far as overall content the the largest amount of ghostbusters material will have been of Dan's designs, yeah. it'll 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 eclipse the it'll eclipse the designs of the cartoons here within a couple of years, just you know for for content and and length of time yeah. in the public consciousness, and uh, so yeah, so I mean, there you go, right? That, that would explain all the bags under my eyes. That would do it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, the scripts where I throw in thirty characters, uh, you know, Dan, just a, it's a splash page. Here's forty characters, oh. thirty characters, you know, uh, yep. get them all yeah, in there. The, the crossing over was a good challenge because there was over fifty Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. So uh, there was. It was. Um, I, I was tired by the end of it. I'm still recovering, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a great experience though to mix all those characters together. It was fun to mix them. I I uh, there were there were some small regrets just because there were some wires crossed i i would have written it differently if i'd known that it was going to be collected in one book instead of two. Oh. and you know i mean so i mean i i, I wrote it so that there would be a, a natural break in between two trade paperbacks yeah 
and uh, you know it's it works fine, but I would have rather had more crazy mixing sooner. Mm. But uh, you know, I mean, it's that's that's all hindsight. But at at the same time, uh, gosh, I th- there was so much that had to get in there, and we still didn't get everything that we could have, and there was still. Uh, there was still, you know, on our on the the Facebook group, they were like, "We needed to see more of this." There wasn't room. Right? <laughs> yeah. about, are you going to do this? We did that joke in Get Real. We're not bringing it back. That takes up four yeah. panels that we could do something else mm-hmm. with. And uh, you know, but the only, I love the fan base. The only thing that has ever uh, really galled me from the positive fans. Now, I mean, you know, negative fans are another matter. The only thing that's ever galled me is we we talked about Dan sneaking some into the background. Some people are very insistent that they need to be in there, uh, <laughs> and that gets, you know, I'm I'm just saying it now because 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 Dan is just being so darn nice to, <laughs> so Canadian, so Canadian. So, okay, so I guess Canadian. He's I'm, go I'm in. throwing the Minnesota, I'm throwing the Minnesota nice out there. Just don't don't do that. It's not cool. <laughs> the the trick about the cameos is that if you want one, you just don't ask, and it'll yeah. disappear. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know it was. It, there was, uh, you know, there was. I, I got, I got uh, a year or so ago. I got hammered myself with it. Could you ask Dan? Could you ask Dan? Could you ask Dan? And by the way, could you write me in? Oh, uh, yeah. no, no, I could not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be great, but then you know, it's it's like it's like the the candy in the classroom analogy. Do you have enough for the whole class? And the whole class is a pretty large chunk of fandom so we don't have enough for the whole class <laughs> so yeah. yeah um has there been an ecto you haven't done yet that you want to make oh like an original ecto yeah like, see we've we, done you know we, like where's the boat you know i know you've done it, a boat so it's like yeah we've done, we've a boat. done the boat the we had boat. a story ecto-8. that i pitched uh, that i pitched to tom and we talked about and we liked it hasn't been approved yet I don't know whether or not it will be, um, because I mean that's that's beyond my pay grade. That's that's IDW. That's uh, right. Sony. Right. Never they have to decide whether they want to do it, whether it comes close to something else that they're doing. You know, maybe they got a cartoon coming out two years down the line, and they know, and I don't. Yeah. And so you know you can't. But uh, I had part of that pitch was it was a submarine. Ooh. So nice. you know, electro submarine, and you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm telling Dan now, and I'm just, I I can just see him clenching his fist because that means the ocean and that means backgrounds are non-existent <laughs> love it love it i know luis would love that too <laughs> luis, would love it too. luis we need some, some greens and some blacks and a little bit of blue go yeah, <laughs> yeah. an ecto sub would be awesome though it would be I, I I, that, I mean, that was that was something that um that uh it came up as part of the pitch and i'm i'm you know i mean obviously it's so that means there's ocean ghosts right but you know we we you know pirates. it's uh yes it it's well mm-hmm. you know not pirates but i mean it's some crazy stuff um and i hope to, i hope to do it it'd be fun to do someday um again because it involves so much ocean that uh you know it'd be like it'd be like a little mini vacation for dan and louise totally but yeah, um right. yeah what number would it be eric the ecto <laughs> for a sub like it would it be like I, I, ecto- wouldn't it have to be it wouldn't have to be the nine Ecto nine. Well, I think that's what the the uh, RV is, isn't it? No, I think no. we just called that the Ecto RV. Oh, okay. I didn't put a number on that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the Ectos. Yeah, Ecto nine yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I lose track myself because I mean, there's the there's the Ectos from the movies. There's the Ectos from the cartoon. We don't necessarily follow the same number. Yeah. Uh, other than you know, I know the Ecto eight is the boat, but uh, <laughs> you know, oh, 
as I'm thinking of the RV now, I, I saw pictures of this. They made the RV. They as as part of a walkthrough to a ride in Germany. You oh, walk yeah. through the RV. Oh and, yeah, that's right. I saw yeah, a video of that. That is so cool. It's just every time yeah. I see something based even, you know, lightly on something we've done, I I, I, uh, I freak out a little bit, yeah. you know. So, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Ecto RV is, is, is sitting over there in Germany and they didn't let us go see. So. <laughs> Send us over. We'll Please. check it out. Make sure it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah, just we just want to walk through the ride. We'll we'll, we'll head right back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll head right back from Germany. From yeah. Germany, yes. It's just a day trip. Yeah, gotta tell you, uh, I think like the sky's the limit when it comes to this franchise, particularly your your two interpretation uh, of it. Uh, I, I could never have imagined that Ghostbusters have gotten so expansive and so far-reaching, despite the fact that it's like a franchise that's grounded in the concept of. Deep, of reaching into the netherworld and re- and beyond possibility, but uh, the the cast of characters, the assortment of spook specters and ghosts, uh, just the deepening of the characters that have been portrayed, it's been kind of an amazing ride, and I'm excited to hear that like at least from the creative standpoint, there's no there, you know there's no brakes on this train, and we're just gonna keep going. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's certainly gone. In a in a fun crazy direction from when, you know, when we all got into the franchise in the beginning when we were like, oh, Ghostbusters, I love this, and then it was like everyone went crazy for Ghostbusters, and then it, it went extreme, and then it went away, and for that big long stretch of time where it's like there's nothing really, I, I think it's done, I think it's over, and then sure enough, and I gotta tell you, like the 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 biggest leaps in Ghostbuster, you know, pop culture ness has come after your influence. So that's that's pretty dope. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I I'd love it if we had if we had a direct influence, but you know I'm I, <laughs> I I'm 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 hesitant to to take the credit because then I'd find out it was like no no it's all it's all coincidence. Uh, right. we, we didn't know there were comics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like just just based on the board games alone, like the fact they were yeah. like no you guys. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask one more question because I know we got to wrap up. But uh, is there any franchise? Because you've done, you've got Ninja Turtles. Uh, there was, of course, in um, in Infestation, you got to do a bunch of crossovers. Are there any crossovers that you have not in development right now that you would love to do someday with these characters? Uh-huh. Yeah, not in development. Okay, there's a couple that I've been pushing for that I've been. Because <clears throat> well, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. That I've been bugging Tom about, so I'm, 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 I'm putting those out of my mind. Right, but. Tom and I joked about one at one point, and it became something like, God dang, there is a story here. It would be fantastic to do, and it will never happen <laughs> because it's a Fantastic Four. We would never, it would never work because Marvel doesn't want to do as crossovers as much as, you know, uh, some of the other publishers and, and stuff. So, I mean, maybe it could be talked around one day because, you know, I mean, IDW is doing, you know, Marvel books now and, and stuff, yeah. but I mean, but it's it's still you know there there's still sometimes it's just you know they've they've made a decision on something and it takes years to change. But the Ghostbusters and the Fantastic Four, I was thinking, wow. gosh, that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> what if what <laughs> if Latveria is on the site of what was you know an ancient burial Carpathia? Uh, oh so we've got Vigo and Doom, oh. and uh, you know we've got all this going, and and Reed and Egon hate each other. <laughs> And you know, I mean, it's just like there's all this, there's all this stuff that is just, is just you know, yeah. perfectly uh, syncs up with the characters. Wow. 
and it would it would be a blast. That would be a fun one to do. And uh, you know, we uh, there's there was there was a couple others that we we almost we almost got to do that that just you know missed by a hair. So you know, hopefully we'll circle back around. But uh, yeah, them and uh, gosh, there's there's others. But I'm gonna let Dan throw his answer out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying. To, the one I think would be. The coolest for me to draw right now would be the Ghostbusters meet Beetlejuice. Wow. I think that would be a lot of fun. Cause he, See, that's the one a... I was trying to get Tom to push for. So that's the one I <laughs> Oh, yeah? Push. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Sorry if I, no, no, I spoiled no, yeah. that. It's, 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 no, no, no. It's, it's, got, it's got a history because of the, the Universal Horror Nights and stuff. And it would just be, it'd be something yeah. people go, wait a minute, now what? Yeah, right. So it would be a fantastic thing uh, if, if we could get... Uh, you know, all the permissions and, and everybody decided to say yes. Um, I, I, I've been, I've been, you know, putting bugs in ears for, for a couple of months now and it may not happen and, you know, not for lack of us trying, but, uh, you know, we'd love to do it. Yeah. Were those bugs beetles by chance at all? Yes, they were. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) We got to keep the continuity going. Exactly. (laughs) That's right. Well, uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. This is really fun. Uh, it was a great insight into the process, into your interpretations, and you, and you, and your whole like love of the of, of not only working on this book but also the franchise in general. Um, we didn't really get a chance to talk about like Ghostbusters as a phenomenon, but like I'm glad we didn't because we got a chance instead to talk about like your creative processes and stuff. Um, that was this is this has been really invaluable, and it's something that people don't really get the chance to to hear about. So it's like it's really fun to just chat about like your your attention to the prospect or to the projects and just being like let's do this let's talk about like how it how it well how it all comes together um yeah if i may you know oh oh, go ahead i was just gonna say so if you can take me down just a really quick like you have a like you have an idea what's the how, how does it go from from your concept eric to your pencil dan like do you like how many hoops do you have to jump through in order to get something in order to get an an issue out Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I uh, <clears throat> I come up with the idea. Sometimes, you know, we we need an idea faster than maybe I'm I'm uh, ready for it. Just you know, in, in the case of, of of life or other other projects, you know, we need an idea now. <laughs> you don't have to write it for six months, but we need the idea now because of you know the way orders work. Yeah. So uh, I send the order. The, I send the orders uh, or send the uh, send the idea out. I uh, then try to write something resembling the solicit information into a script. Okay. And, uh, you know, and then Dan takes it and he, uh, about 50% of the time, it looks exactly like I expected it to in my head. And 50% of the time, it's the exact opposite, which is weird. You know, like I, I, I envision in my mind's eye, like they're walking left and Dan draws them walking right. Uh-huh. But, um, but no, no, he, he draws and he throws in his own things. His own ideas, his own jokes, or you know, just just the way that he constructs the page, and I take that and I change uh, dialogue, or in some cases, like in Crossing Over, he insisted on adding those little Ghostbusters sprites from the Sega. I'm like, Dan, they're right there. They're ne- you can't miss them. I didn't write them in, and they're right there, and nobody's going to know. Now I have to figure out a place in the story because you can't just give me four little five five little you know 
sprites standing in front of everybody. You can't just give me that and not, expect me not to do anything. So they, they, they were some of my favorite characters from that. They, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the, I made them into brownies because I didn't know what else to do with them. <laughs> They're so cool. But no, no, he'll, he'll, he'll throw in a flourish or an idea or he'll sometimes, I mean, he, he, he will actually suggest it before he draws. Can we do this? Or before I write, can you add this for me? I'd like to draw this. Um, and, uh, you know, after, after he's done his part with the layouts, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll fix the script, change the script if need be. And if, if there's something maybe that it's rare, I think it's only happened uh, three times in, in the years we've been doing this where, where I ask him to make a change. Mm -hmm. doesn't happen much, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, that that'll go. And then he goes to, then he goes to the final art. I mean, that's, that's usually the process. I don't know how it looks from his end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long hours, lots of yeah. long hours. But it, usually the the comic takes me about thirty days to do. So that includes thumbnails, and I do a fair bit of research uh, when I get the script. So I'll I'll read through it and uh, pick out locations, and I like to get those as accurate as possible. So I tend to use Google Maps quite a bit, <laughs> and uh, it's just nice to know that like if someone is going to take a comic book and one of the Ghostbusters books and go to that exact location, that it'll look pretty similar yeah so i kind of i take pride in that and yeah it takes about 30 days to do the whole thing may on average about 12 hours a day and uh not not too many breaks i tell you maybe like a couple days off a month so yeah it's pretty intensive and uh as for luis he's uh usually hot on my heels uh with the colors and He's he's getting he's gotten quite fast at it, and it doesn't take him too long to uh, catch up to me, which puts uh, the heat on me trying to get it done in time. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we've only been missed a deadline once or something. Is that yeah? Correct? We've only missed once. Every other time we've been late, it's been some kind of act of God, you know, like a shipping strike or huh? yeah. uh, you know uh, a truck overturned due to ice on the highway, that kind of thing. Everything right. else has been uh, yeah, yeah you've only been late once. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know there there was there was one other thing that 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 got me is because because I know that Dan is putting in all this time and sometimes I try you know that's why you know like you, you get a scene in the void you know in the mental plane there's no background but one time I specifically wrote I wrote like three paragraphs okay Dan all I want is I want Walter Peck and he's he's pointing and he's just just nothing it's a colored background there's nothing there just the colored background just Peck he's pointing he's singing that's all there is it's just a splash page there's nothing else there's no background and I get the page back and he drew in perspective the ornate roof of the air <laughs> <laughs> every single line on every single time there are lights i'm like i couldn't help myself <laughs> how I often do you get to draw an airport in ireland not i often. know it's just it was, it was it was it was great i was just like i tried that was that was the one yeah i i, I and every once in a while i'll do it and he he refuses <laughs> yeah <laughs> eric just but shakes no, his head but i mean you know <laughs> I, I i say that as a joke but it's 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 beyond appreciated because there is i can't think of a whole lot of artists in comics these days who will put the level of effort the level of detail the level of attention the level of time in and be on a book month in month out for almost a decade doing that every single time every single page i can't name too many artists doing that so i mean it's beyond appreciated by yeah. the fans, by the rest of the creative team, by the publishers, everybody sure. appreciated it. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. work, and again, uh, rare. Yeah, yeah, 
Well, it, it, it really stems from just a, a passion of, uh, though the story is great to start off with, and that is inspiring unto its own, and having a passion for Ghostbusters and just art in general, it, uh, you know, and that desire to want to continue to get better every day at what you do. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, can you can we share one more thing? Uh, what's your favorite issue, single issue from your run? Mm. Oh, geez. Uh, you know, actually, I, I, I know mine. Do you, do you okay, have you yours? go ahead. I'm still thinking. okay. You can th- you can think about yours. Uh, mine. I always go back to uh, the uh, Haunted America issue when the Ghostbusters visit New Orleans, and I think it's. Mainly because I've never been there, and I really want to go. Uh, I find that city just fascinating to look at. It's very visually appealing. And uh, getting to research it and explore the uh, the culture of that city and the ghosts that uh, still reside there is really cool. I, and the, the villain was a lot of fun, too, the Marie Laveau. And just to, I studied up on the the history of that ghost and where it exists in the city and the history of uh, of uh, how she came to be is just really fascinating. So that one uh, always sticks with me. It may not be the most uh, artistically appealing in my eyes, but uh, overall, I think for the story and uh, just the the richness of it, it it's still uh, my favorite. So I like that one a lot. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 tough for me to pick because I mean I I tend to to view in terms of the scenes, the panels that I liked. So, uh, you know, I'll say I'll say the next one we get to work on is going to be my favorite because that's the way that works. But the the scene that I had the most fun with because I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't know if they were going to to let it go and and you know without any uh, without any comments. And if the fans would embrace it was when Peter exercised himself back in the second arc. So he's possessed and he just uses psychology to talk his way out of being possessed. I remember that that was something that I yeah. that I had a lot of fun in the execution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me it was it was something it was gotta be I don't remember if it's a single issue, if it's more just like but uh Ghostbusters get real blew my mind. Just not only the the whole execution, but also the the just the effort that went into to make the trade paperback look like a cassette tape. Again, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. all Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that's where my mind went when it was a cover. I was like, oh, it's got to look like those old um, the VHS covers from yeah, the eighties when they yeah. they only released like a few episodes on the VHS, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was like, it's this fun is, to have that. Yeah, I'm like looking at it, and it has the like the joke on the FHE company. I'm like, this is intricate, like, and a perfect distillation of like what you can expect from this from this trade. Um, mm-hmm. Just a great looking and great read reading series. Uh, so if you aren't already on board, go out, find every issue you can of of, of the Ghostbuster series, Mighty W. Um, what's the what's the sub what's the subtitle for this for this current one that's going on? Uh, the current one is crossing over. Crossing over. Yeah. Uh, the the final issue of that miniseries should be out in a few weeks. Here, number eight. There you go. Yeah. So Sometime in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me, and I uh, hope we can do this again sometime. Uh, it was awesome having you, and uh, good luck. Thank you. And keep up the great work. And we'll see you guys next week with another episode of Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal, and this was Dan Shoning and Eric Burnham. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks.